How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Wednesday, October the 13th. Hello, everybody. Hope you're doing extremely well. And uh, we got some news to talk about, so let's jump into it. First thing I want to do is look at a recent game release and tell you all about the reviews. Uh, it's Back for Blood from Turtle Rock Studios, released yesterday. And if you don't know, this is created by the original team of Left 4 Dead, and indeed it is heavily inspired by it. I would say that critics were pretty positive about the game with a few conditions, or fatal flaws, as it were. So first of all, the good thing is that if you liked multiplayer Left 4 Dead 2, you are probably going to like this game. Back for Blood is pretty clearly a spiritual successor, and it effectively captures what made its inspiration so fun. Here's what Press Start says, quote, For all intents and purposes, this game is a reskinned and renamed threequel in the Left 4 Dead series. It's got the archetypal enemy classes we're all familiar with, it has hazards that'll alert the horde when tripped, Name a gameplay beat from Left 4 Dead, and this game has an analog for it. End quote. And I would say that the things that they've added to the game have also been widely praised by critics. There is a card system that makes every single run different. Both sides of the fight are constantly changing the rules, which makes it so that you're not just playing the same thing over and over again. It adds some replayability. And, uh, you know, there's zombie varieties, there's different equipment loadouts, etc., etc. You know... Reviewers seemed happy with the game and the core gameplay loop and everything. So where does it start to stumble? Well, the biggest one is, is super obvious. It's the solo mode. So if you are somebody who only plays solo, you might get a little shafted when playing this game. We talked the other day about how there's no progression system available to those who are playing alone. You can't unlock achievements, you can't track statistics, and everything is just kind of unlocked to you from the start. Of course, this one has been a pretty big sticking point, and the developers said that they're going to look at it, so this might change in the future, but at least at launch, if you're playing solo, you need to keep that in mind. There's also apparently some funkiness going on with the game's difficulty options. Reviewers mentioned how there's this really big difference and kind of a gulf between the veteran mode, which is medium, and recruit, which is the lowest setting, where if you're on the easiest difficulty, then the game is super easy and it's kind of a cakewalk, but if you go up just one more notch, then it becomes extremely difficult, and there's no nice middle ground. Of course, some reviewers didn't see this. It's highly going to depend on what your preferences are in terms of difficulty, but it's worth knowing about. Uh, I don't have a summary for the game, as I usually do with these review roundups, but I think I have said most of the major beats that, that people have hit on. Basically, if you like Left 4 Dead, you're going to like this, and maybe don't play it alone. If you would like to pick it up, it released yesterday on both generations of the Xbox and PlayStation, it's also on PC. Okay, so two months ago, Fortnite released a new game mode called Fortnite Imposters. As you might expect or remember, this was shamelessly inspired by Among Us, and almost too much so. Uh, it took a number of distinctly unique aspects of the game, with no real crediting or mentioning of it along the way. The Among Us developers even went to Twitter and were like, hey, you know, at least change up a few things so that it's not exactly like what we've done. And now, just a few months later, it looks like the two have kind of mended fences. In a blog post, the Fortnite team mentioned Among Us directly, and then on Twitter, they did a bit of a marketing tease, uh, indicating that they were going to be working on something together. So obviously, that's still to come, but I don't know, I just thought this was interesting, because it's not the first time that Epic has run into these issues of being quote-unquote inspired by other things. I mean, the PUBG developers literally sued Epic for Fortnite's very existence as a Battle Royale game. They've also been sued by a number of different people 
with uh, emotes and dances that are in the game. But I'll say I think the situation with Among Us felt particularly unfortunate because this was an indie team that was capturing such a large attention that that doesn't happen very often. You know, in the other cases, it's just people wanting more money. And in this case, it was just kind of sad, I guess. And I think a collaboration from the start would have been the better option. But anyway, we'll see what happens here. I'm, I'm intrigued. Okay, and super quickly, I'll mention that IO Interactive released their annual report of financials, and they did very well. Uh, 78 million American dollars in revenue, 42 million of that being profit, about half. And that's very, very good. I mean, obviously, it was because of the release of Hitman 3 back in January. And I just want to say I'm super happy for that team. They made three incredible games, and, you know, the fact that it has been able to launch them into working with the James Bond property, the upcoming 007 game, there's another unannounced project that they said that they're working on. I'm super pumped for them, and I can't wait to see what happens. But I am out of time now, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'll be back tomorrow with whatever there is. And until then, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Folks, as I am recording this, there's some chatter going on in the Discord server all about Super Auto Pets. I've talked about this before, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Super Auto Pets, it is an auto battler. A much simpler version of the auto battlers like TFT and Auto Chess. And I'm going to once again encourage you to go check it out. It is consuming much of my time. In a way that no other games tend to consume my time. You know, the first day that I played it, I spent like six hours on it. It is so good. And it's, it's really funny because you watch gameplay of it and you have no idea what is going on at all. It's just so chaotic. But as soon as you figure out what is going on, it is extremely gratifying. So Crimson in the Discord has become the third person I have, I have converted, at least that I know about, and I encourage you to become another one. I'm thinking of streaming it some more. I, I, I streamed the first time that I played it on YouTube, and I've, I've been putting a lot more time into it. I've got a couple of uh, good runs up my sleeve. I think I could give it another shot on, on camera. Anyway, what else is going on here? Uh, Back for Blood. I'm super excited for Black, Back for Blood. I think, um, I didn't spend a tremendous amount of time in Left 4 Dead 2, but I did spend some amount of time. Uh, I actually played Left 4 Dead 2 with a group of people who I normally would not have played games with, because it was just such an easy thing to pick up, and everybody owned it because of how cheap it was. And this was back in, like, the early days of high school, before I even had a, a gaming PC. So I think the fact that it's coming back, and, you know, people are able to get at least some kind of Left 4 Dead 3, if they've been hoping for that. It's pretty nice. Uh, now I just need somebody to do the same, but for Portal. <laughs> I don't know, Portal is like, it's it's not even about the mechanic, really, in that game. I mean, it is, but the the genius of Portal is in its campaign, its, its story. Mixing in with the portals, right? Like, I don't know, I, I like playing Portal and then just existing in that world and hearing Cave Johnson and GLaDOS, and there's so much character there that uh, I just need more, man. I just need more. If they announce Portal 3, I'm buying it. Like, there's very few games that, if they announce it, I'm gonna buy it. And Portal is one of them. It, assuming it's anything like Portal 2. I mean, if they're like, hey, Portal 3, but it's different, then okay, maybe not. But, you know, I'm gonna buy anything that's Binding of Isaac. Like, if there's ever gonna be a Binding of Isaac 3, I'll get that one. If they announce a Slay the Spire 2, I'm gonna buy that. But, you know, these are like indie roguelikes. Of course I'm gonna buy those. I've... They always sell for like 20 bucks when they come out. <laughs> like, it's kind of ridiculous. You know, I just bought Rogue Lords. That was 20 bucks. It's a great game. 
But in terms of major AAA franchises, I cannot think of very much besides uh, Portal 3 that I'm going to pay full price for or pre-order or anything like that. You know what is coming out this month, though, or soon, anyway, is um, the Pokemon remake of Diamond and Pearl. I might actually pick that up. I don't think I can because I have joystick drift. And so either I pick that up and a pro controller or I get off my butt and actually go get the free repairs that Nintendo will do. But like, you know, every kid has a Pokemon generation that they play and mine was Diamond and Pearl. I didn't play really any of the games before that or after that. Uh, my, my generation was also black and white, but, you know, all my friends were talking about black and white, but I never played that. So I would love to play the remakes for that, or the, I guess the remasters or whatever. Anything else this out this month that I might consider buying? You know, this is what the uh, the Patreon has really kind of enabled now, is I can look at games that are coming out that are new, I can buy them if they're not going to send me a review code, and I can tell you about my experiences playing them, and then maybe that will help inform you with some of the games you might want to buy, but I also don't want to go crazy about it, right? Like, I don't want to buy a game if I know I'm not going to like it. Like, I'm not buying Far Cry 6 just to tell you what I think about it. Spoiler alert, I'm not going to like it. I don't know, Resident Evil 4 in VR? That would be something I could consider. Now that I have my PC in a good spot, I actually can do proper VR games uh, through my PC, but I ha- I li- since I've moved, I literally have not touched my VR headset, which is kind of sad. I should really do that soon. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy comes out this month. I don't know, I could consider picking that one up. I think people have been pretty happy about it, at least in the marketing and whatnot. Hmm, maybe I can try and get a, a review code for that. The only other one I've uh, I- I've known about before is Mario Party Superstars. We've talked a few times on here about how you have to make the party if you're not going to be invited to the party, and I think I'm going to do that for Mario Party. I want to play pe- play that game with people. Okay, I've talked too long. Thanks, th- thanks for being here. Uh, sorry for going over time. I'll be back tomorrow as always, okay? See you!